Welcome to the Living Word Assemblies of God Toronto podcast. As the Bible says in Hebrews 4.12, the Word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to the dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Yes, it is the complete human experience. So relax and re-energize yourself with this powerful word. This is the day that the Lord has made. We are very happy to come your way this historic day. Now historic because we, had, we just celebrated our 25th wedding anniversary and we are grateful and thankful to God for his goodness, his loving kindness, towards us on this historic day the first time where mother's day at least in our day where mother's day is being celebrated virtually it is my honor and privilege to to come your way to introduce to you my wife to bring us god's word so please put your hands together as you relax in your seat and let's welcome her to bring us god's word thank you welcome (laughs) we thank god so much for this great day and we thank, I want to thank Pastor and the board and also the leadership of the women's ministry for giving me this opportunity to share the word of God with all of us. Shall we pray? Take the stage, Lord, have your way. I'm just your vessel and nothing more. When you're done today, please take the glory. I'm satisfied just to see you glorified. When you're done speaking to your people, Please take the glory, I'm satisfied just to see you glorified. Father, I thank you so much for today. Thank you for this privilege that we have to look into your word together. I thank you for everyone who is listening and watching at this time. We pray that, Lord, you will give all of us a listening ear and an understanding heart. May your word come to us in power. And may your word come to us, O God, to bring change and transformation in the hearts and in the lives of your people. Holy Spirit, have your own way. Speak to us this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Am I a som? Yes, soma me rade. Yeah, yeah, juma. Yeah, yeah, rade, juma. Women, we minister. We minister as unto the Lord. As a church, our theme this year is rich. 
And the women in Living Word have decided on a theme not far from the theme for the church. And we are saying that we are reaching out with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And this was taken from Mark 13 verse 10. As we journey together through the scriptures, I want to encourage you to take your Bibles Take your pens, your notebook, or whatever device that you are taking to, you are using to take notes today. Grab them and let us go through the scriptures together. We will be reading from Mark 13, 1 to 13. That is the text that we will be considering. So open your Bibles to Mark 13, 1 to 13. So as women, we are saying that we are reaching out with the gospel. I'm asking, what is the gospel at all? The gospel is the good news. The good news of Jesus Christ. That is the gospel. Jesus' coming has provided forgiveness for all people who believe in him. Remember, Adam sinned in the Garden of Eden, and that brought separation between God and man. But Jesus came into the world to bring a solution to that problem, to reconcile us back onto God. This eternal separation that existed between man and God is called the second death. But because of Jesus Christ, who took the sins of mankind on himself through death on a cross. If we place our faith in him because of this work that he did for us, the Bible says that we will be saved. So the gospel focuses on two main things, the death and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. And both these facts, these two facts, are emphasized in the scriptures. The burial is proved. The death actually is proved by the burial of Jesus Christ. And his resurrection is proved by the eyewitnesses. The gospel of Jesus Christ is the best news anyone will ever hear. And what a person does with this news will determine where he or she will spend eternity. God is calling you to choose life. He is calling me to choose life. When we call on the name of Jesus Christ, the Bible says we will be saved. And as I said earlier, the text today under consideration is Mark chapter 13 from verse 1 to 13. And that is what we're going to look at. The text under consideration was delivered on the Mount of Olives, just east of the temple across the Kidron Valley. Jesus' prediction of the coming destruction of the temple prompted a question from the disciples about the character of the end times. As Jesus was leaving the temple, the Bible says, one of his disciples said to him, Look, teacher, what massive stones, what magnificent buildings. He was admiring the beauty of the temple and the surrounding buildings and was expecting a like response from Jesus. But Jesus drew his attention to the fact that this temple 
will be destroyed. And therefore, there is the need to refocus on what is important and will not be destroyed. The Bible says in verse 3, verses 3 and 4, that when he sat on Mount Olives, four of his disciples, Peter, James, John, and Andrew, asked him privately. They wanted to know more about what Jesus said. They said, tell us when shall this be and what will be the sign. As we journey through the scripture together, I want you to focus on three main things that Jesus wanted his disciples to pay attention to. The first one is that we ought to preach the gospel at all times. Number two, if you are taking notes, is depend on the Holy Spirit's leading. And number three is endure to the end. Endure to the end. So... Jesus began to tell them the things that will happen and the fact that they have to keep their focus and share the good news of our Lord Jesus Christ, as we can see from verse 10. And again, Paul also told Timothy in 2 Timothy 4.2 that he should preach the word. He should be prepared in season and out of season. Jesus encourages us to focus on preaching the good news, of sharing the good news to the world. Beloved, his, he wants our attention to be focused on the main thing and not to be sidetracked by anything that we may find ourselves in. He draws, Jesus draws the disciples' attention to the various situations in which they will find themselves in before the end comes and the need for them to stay focused and reach out with the gospel. Under this, we will see four different things. I've grouped them into four. The first one is deception. During deception, Jesus wants us to reach out with the gospel and the good news. During times of wars and rumors of wars, he wants us to reach out with the good news. In times of sorrow and in times of persecution, he wants us to do the same. In verse 5, Jesus said to them, Watch out that no one deceives you. Many will come in my name claiming I am he and will deceive many. This was a warning to the disciples at that time, especially I believe to Peter, who was afraid later on and deceived and went ahead to deny Jesus. And I believe it is also to all the disciples and to us today. It is very easy for us to be deceived in our time. There is a lot of deception all over across the internet, on social media, all over there is deception. People are being deceived. But hey, the only way that we can stay out of this and will not be deceived is to know the whole truth. The whole truth. The Bible contains the whole truth. Jesus says he is the truth. Let us therefore stay in the word to avoid any form of deception. The Bible encourages us again to test all spirits. In 1 John 4, 
First John 4 1 he says dear friends do not believe every spirit but test the spirit to see whether they are from God because many many false prophets have gone out into the world in our days and when we're growing up there were people who called themselves Jesus Christ there are false prophets all over and their aim is to deceive people and if possible even the very elect of God let us therefore be on our guard and during this season of deception may we women of living word and women across all the world may we rise up and reach our world with the good news of Jesus Christ in times of war verse 7 and 8a it says when you hear of wars and rumors of wars do not be alarmed such things must happen but the end is still to come nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom in times like this the Bible encourages us to reach out with the good news we shouldn't be worried about what is going on you know when I think about them it, it, it just encourages me to know that the Bible is true because Jesus predicted all these things before they happen in that in times like this we are surrounded with so many bad news but yeah remember Deborah who led the Israelites to overpower their Canaanite enemies women we can do something for the Lord in times of wars and in times of rumors of wars verse 8b says there will be earthquakes in various places and famines these are the beginning of birth pains the beginning of birth pains in times of sorrow in times where there are earthquakes and people are dying and are perishing recently we had actually this year alone there have been so many earthquakes in Turkey in Iran in Jamaica in Russia all over people are dying times of sorrow with COVID-19 era People are dying all over the world. There is sorrow all over. But hey, in the midst of the devastation, we have a word of hope that we can bring to the world. Women, let us arise and share the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us reach out with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Verse 9 says, you must be on your guard. You will be handed over to the local councils and flood in the synagogues on account of me you will stand before governors and governors and kings as witnesses to them there is persecution no doubt about this persecution all over christians are being persecuted physically Christians are being persecuted emotionally, socially, all over on the internet. Christ is being ridiculed. Believers are being persecuted. But remember that in the midst of this, we are not supposed as children of God to retaliate, but we are supposed to share the love of Jesus and the good news with people around us. Remember Esther, what he, she did when the Jews were facing death threat from him and she took it upon herself to go see the king and he she said even though it is against the custom she said 
if I perish, I perish. Women, are we willing to share the gospel with the world in the midst of persecution that we can say with Esther, even if we perish, we perish. Number two, depend on the Holy Spirit's leading. Beloved, we cannot do this with our own strength. We cannot reach out with the good news in our own strength. Verse 11 says, Whenever you are arrested and brought to trial, do not worry beforehand about what to say. Just say whatever is given you at the time. For it is not you speaking, but the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank God we have a Holy Spirit. We have a teacher. We have someone who is willing to help us at all times. Can we depend on him throughout our reaching out? He is the one who will lead us. He is the one who will teach us what to say. He is the one who will show us the way. John 14, 26 says, But the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Beloved, let's depend on the Holy Spirit. May we depend on him to lead us at all times. You remember when Peter and John were arrested and brought before the Sanhedrin. They were filled with the Holy Spirit and they spoke boldly. And then when they went back to their own people in, in Acts um, chapter 4 verse 31, the Bible says, After they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. I believe when they gathered together to pray during the persecution, women were amongst them. Women, let's depend on the Spirit of God. He will give us the boldness that we need to declare the good news. Number three, Jesus drew the attention to the fact that they need to endure to the end. Verse 12 and 13. The Bible says, Brother will betray brother to death, and a father his child. Children will rebel against their parents and have them put to death. Everyone will hate you because of me, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. The one who endures to the end will be saved. Beloved, in the midst of all these, one thing should be our focus, that we will stand before our Lord one day and he will say to us, well done, thou good and faithful servant. If we endure all the difficulties, all the persecution, all the trials, when we depend on the Holy Spirit and God sees us through it all, we can come before God and we can receive a well done from him. Hebrews 10, 35 to 39, he says, so do not throw away your confidence. It, is, it will be richly rewarded. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. In just a little while, 
He who is coming will come and will not delay. And but my righteous one will live by faith. And I take no pleasure in the one who shrinks back. But we do not belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed. But to those who have faith and are saved. May we never shrink back. But may we hold on to our faith in Christ. So that at the end of the day we will receive a reward word from him. As I bring my message to an end, I want to encourage all women, especially women of living word assembly of God, whatever you are going through, whatever your experiences, difficulties, or challenges, the Lord is calling on us to reach out with the good news. In season, and out of season. Bring hope and relief to those who are devastated by the devastation going on around us. Let us trust and depend on the Holy Spirit, our helper in times of trouble, and let us hold fast to our faith and hope in Jesus Christ, the author and perfecter of our faith by enduring to the end. I don't want to end this message without giving you the opportunity to reflect on where you are at on your journey with the Lord. Maybe you are saying, I haven't started a journey with the Lord yet. It's not late. You can begin today by praying a simple prayer, but meaning it with all your heart. The Bible says in 1 John 1, 9, that if we confess our sins unto him, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If you are willing, please pray this prayer after me, believing that Jesus will hear and accept you into his own family. Shall we pray? Say, dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for my life. I accept that I am a sinner, not because of the things I do, but because I've taken my will into my hands and do whatever I will, I want to do. I repent from my sins. I turn over my life to you. I believe that Jesus, you are the son of God who came to die on the cross for me and you resurrected and are seated on the right hand of the father interceding for us. I confess that you are Lord over my life. Have your way in my life. In Jesus name. Amen. Beloved, if you pray that prayer sincerely from your heart, believe that Jesus heard you and he has forgiven you your sins and has made you part of his family. If you're already a Christian, you want to pray these three things that the Lord will help you reach out with the gospel, that you will always depend on the Holy Spirit's leading and you will endure to the end shall we pray father we thank you so much for this time in your presence we thank you for speaking to us individually father we are praying that we will rise up 
and reach out with the good news of our Lord Jesus Christ by depending on your Holy Spirit's leading. And we will do this until we see the face of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ telling us, well done, that thou good and faithful servant. We thank you for answer to prayer in Jesus' mighty name. May the Lord bless us all in Jesus' name. Thank you for your time. We pray that this message will continue to be a blessing in your life. Please visit us at livingwordag.org or whenever you are in the greater Toronto area, Ontario, Canada. This podcast is made possible through your generous donations. God bless you and keep you. Join us again soon.